Hello, and thank you for listening to episode two of The Remake Report. I'm Liz. I'm Nadine. And today we're going to talk about Poltergeist. They're here. Classic line. I it's love very that scary. Line. I yeah. love it too. I just got goosebumps licking my arm. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> <laughs> just because I took you off guard and said that. Yeah, I even feel like I have them on my legs. I have them on my legs too. And maybe I'm just cold, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still very creepy. Yeah. So, Poltergeist. Yeah. Came out in 1982. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to give you just a little recap of the storyline. I'm sure you're all pretty familiar with it. Such a classic horror movie at the time. Um, so it takes place in Orange County, California. Um, it's a very traditional California family. We've got the um, Steve and Diane are the mom and dad, and mm-hmm. that's uh, Craig T. Nelson, a.k.a. Coach. Right. Um, and Joe Beth Williams, a.k.a the best actress of all time. Um, and, uh, and I was like, oh, did she do anything else? I know. And you're like, so much. So you can, I, you can educate me on, yeah. on that in a, in a bit. She's so great. Um, they have a teenage daughter named Dana. They've got a son named Robbie. And then they have a little five-year-old Carol Ann, who's mm-hmm. kind of the heartbeat of the storyline. Um, it starts with... Um, the knowledge that Carol Ann is able to communicate with uh, an entity through the static of the television. Yeah, let's pause here and talk about this. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we're pausing already. (laughs) Uh, I love it. I mean, I love all the kind of retro elements in it, the 80s toys, and the Mm -hmm. fact that Mm -hmm. at midnight or so, the TV used to turn off and the national anthem would play yeah. and it would be just static. So weird. Because there and, wasn't enough programming. Right. There was like three channels or four. Yep. And I remember that. Oh, me too. As a kid. And Absolutely. It was just the norm, but it was kind of weird because it feels in- incredibly patriotic. <laughs> like, yes. Shove it in our faces in our living rooms at midnight. It was like, patriotic. Why? <laughs> probably started it in the 60s or something. Yeah. And then- it's weird they had to... Well, they felt compelled to play the national anthem because I just don't think it, it was yeah. necessary. I don't know. It was just kind of an interesting. I forgot that that was how the movie started. It just makes me wonder if the pace of life and work was so much slower that the studios could think, oh, we, we'll just turn it off. No one's going to watch TV at mm-hmm, night mm-hmm. and we don't need ad revenue. I yeah. love that. Yep. Everybody just go to bed. Something got turned off. Yep. Or just grab a book. And the only, (laughs) yeah, the only technology we were really dealing with in their homes was TV or like, and a radio. Yeah. Yeah. And the radio for sure. And it's almost like that the ghosts were coming in through the TV. Yeah. How would they come in today? I mean, it would be a totally different entry level, right? If we're talking about yeah. like current electronics. Well, I mean, in the remake, <laughs> jumping ahead to the remake, they still came and communicated right. through the TV. That's true. So many, but there's so many other portals of technology in our homes today. Yeah. Um, I also thought it was funny that, um, that there was like a feud with the neighbors because the remote control. Yeah. Yep. 
well, they shared a remote. Each other. How bizarre! I thought it was that they both had like the same brand of TV. Oh, so then so it was if, working at the neighbor's house too. Like the signal <laughs> for the remote, which appeared to have one button <laughs> or something, or just you couldn't see the top of it, but they were just always hitting it in the same spot. So the neighbors would argue because, um, like, there was a bunch of dads watching a football game, and then right. the next door neighbor would hit his remote and it would change the channel in the other house yeah to, to mr. mr rogers yeah that was a nice i love that so that was what was on mr rogers right in the football game right. so that so the technology was causing friction between the neighbors yeah so yeah. i thought it was like the technology here the tv is the problem I'm kind of wondering like mm. yeah, is tv a problem well and tv was the problem <laughs> yeah because if they didn't have the good. tv yeah. these entities wouldn't have been able to communicate with carol ann right right so, <laughs> so it all centered yeah. around yep the TV. Um, yeah, wow. All right. Revelation. So, okay, let's so, continue the recap right. a little bit yep. before we get too much into all the details. Yeah, so we come to discover that um, their house was built on a cemetery mm-hmm. and that they only had removed the gravestones and not the bodies. Yeah. So bringing us to the fact that there's all these entities that are trapped and need to like follow the light. So they're communicating with Carol Ann, who must be just a sensitive child. Um, it's like, of course, there's been other kids living in that neighborhood. Like, well, you mean to tell me there wasn't anyone else they could communicate with? But anyway, Carol Ann must be special um, because they want to use her. Her life, they're attracted to her yep, life force. Her life force um, to be able to get pushed through the light so they can be released. Well, I think it released. was. There was one like evil spirit oh, called the, right, beast the Beast that was mm-hmm. attracted to Carol Ann and was using her the light of her life force to distract the other enti- the other right. souls from going toward the real light. There's okay, here's a little plot hole for me regarding this. Yeah. Okay. So why Okay. How long does it take someone who's dead? To go into the light. Because these people yeah, were obviously... Okay, so you're dead. You have a funeral. Still not in the light. No. You get buried. Still not in the light. This whole community, this whole graveyard, all of these people get buried there. All these they houses still, are built none on of them top of it. have gone into the light. Why? Right. Maybe the beast would... Like, they would get... So, obviously, they couldn't go into the light till after they were buried. Yeah. I mean, by this logic. Yeah. But maybe the beast spirit was there saying, no, 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 do not go into the light. And he was just collecting them all in this limbo slash purgatory. What's his, you know, why is his MO for doing that? Like, what's the point? So he's not alone or he's just controlling? Did Tangina say? (laughs) Yeah. He was just really controlling. Super controlling. Didn't go to therapy. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe he just needed some therapy and he could just like let everybody be. Yeah, so <laughs> as far as the plot, then Carol Ann gets uh, sucked into this void or whatever. It's a portal, in, portal from her bedroom. the other side. Yeah, so she's taken to the other side, and basically the family has to come together to try to rescue her and get her out, and they're desperate to get her back. Because they can hear her through the TV. If they have the TV on, yep. what they said was, not a channel, which I remember that too. Like, because the channels were like oh, three, six, and ten, but sure. the other numbers were also there, and oh. that would just be static on those. Uh huh. Right. 
maybe there yes. would be, could have been a cable access or something. Yep. So they could hear Carol Ann coming from the other side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the family, um, I think they think that everyone's going to think they're crazy, so they go see a, a parapsychologist. Yeah, and they tell to try to get help. no one. Yeah, they don't tell anyone. They no tell neighbors, no one. not their friends, no other family members, because it's so crazy of a story. Yeah. Um, I want to quick mention how the before Carol Ann gets taken, uh-huh. remember Diane, the mom, and, yeah. and, and when she discovers there's like, you know, things happening in the house mm-hmm. and her like giddiness and like her excitedness of like when, you know, Stephen comes home and she's like, oh my God, watch this. And she sets Carol Ann on the floor mm-hmm. and then she slides across the floor into that circle. Yeah, she's that? not was, scared at all. She's not scared. She's like, this is really cool. Yeah. Like weird, weird, cool shit is happening when in the house. When they're basically realizing their house is haunted. Yeah, yeah. And then, I mean, that's when she thought, you know, it was a benevolent force and it was like not, there wasn't going to be a tragic issue going on eventually. But, um, you know, that was something that I kind of had forgotten about. Me too. And I remembered, okay, see if you remember this from, I thought Poltergeist... I thought there was a scene when they walked downstairs into the kitchen and then all of the furniture was like stacked up. Yeah. And the furniture was stacked up, but was that in another movie like Amityville Horror or anything? With with furniture being stacked? Um, I don't the know. The furniture being moved. Did you see Amityville Horror I as did. a kid? I did. It was on TV a bunch. Uh, which I, is really fucked up. Yeah. Um, but yes, I did. But I don't remember that scene. I, I, if there was a remake of that, I would love to watch them both. There it, is a remake of that. Oh, we've got to do that. that I was, think if you guys are open to us doing more horror... <laughs> I really want to do I that. Like, be, yeah. I was so into it, and I even read the book of yeah, it, which is even scarier. Really scary. Um, to me, Poltergeist was scary in a totally different way, because it, was, um, it wasn't like we were fearing an, uh, an axe murderer or like another human you know, who's after you. It was a very different type of horror, because it was like... Um, dealing with something on a different dimension, something we don't know a lot about, something that we can't control at all. Yeah, well, um, Amityville Horror was ghosts too. Yeah, it was a well, house. It, right, and but it would got into the husband. Um, was there like a murder in the house or something? Well, he didn't. He go after his whole family. You th- I'm thinking of The Shining. No, no, that's a thing too. But so okay. Well, the the. I thought that he murdered his whole family in Amityville. We really should revisit I, it because I yeah, can't remember. Sorry, I just remember really like poor at remembering this, but pieces of it. But okay, I also remember this scene that I thought was in Poltergeist, and it turns out was not, where there was a kid, which I thought was Carolyn, and a grandmother, and the grandmother had was knitting and had yarn in a bag, and she would say to the kid, like, was this in The Shining? She would say to the kid. Oh, I need this color, and the kid would reach in and bring out the color of yarn without looking at it. Mm. And it turned out that both the kid and the mom or the grandma mm-hmm. were psychic. Ooh, do you I, remember I, that? Yes, but I don't remember that. I mean, not from Poltergeist, unless it was in it was part from? two. Oh, which I, have I don't remember of as well. Okay. The other side, I believe, was. Anyway, it could be from that, but it also could be from a totally different. Okay, I don't know if I've seen that, but I remember this yarn scene that Mm, I was expecting to see in Poltergeist. Yeah, and did not see. Yeah, that's a cool scene. 
Yeah. That's a good I memory. Know, it, <laughs> I remembered that. And it didn't really go into, a, like, um, yeah, Carol Ann having any, any powers before she started communicating with the, mm-hmm. with the TV. Right. With the, she must just be sensitive. I love the, like, the innocence um, and, like, the purity of, of when a child does have that sensitivity. And they're just, uh-huh. like, so matter-of-fact about it. Yeah. You know, like, oh, it's the lost people. And they're here. You know, they're like, oh, they're coming over. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's it a great trope or it whatever. Is, yes. Yeah. It's always kind of refreshing mm-hmm. uh, because they're not particularly scared. They're uh, not Because it's, they're being, whether they're being tricked or not, but they're, they're going for it because it's just another friend. You I know. know. <laughs> well, um one line that I love in the original Poltergeist is when Tangina, the psychic or medium that they bring in, says, when she's explaining it, she says to Carol Ann, the spirit is like just another child. Yeah. That gives to, me the To Carol Ann is just another child, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it didn't yep. seem like a scary thing. Right. Right. At least when she was communicating in, yeah. with the TV. Yeah. Okay, exactly. I'll get into more well, of that right. later with the remake. Um, so eventually, so they they eventually have to get um, an actual exorcist to come in and, and like truly, truly get Carol Ann out. Yeah, should we back up a minute though to what happened to Robbie? Before, oh, for sure. Yeah, because there was a situation with a tree. Yeah, in the yard that was dead. I don't know if it was. Dead. It didn't have it was gnarled up and spooky, but yeah, weird looking, completely mm-hmm. fake tree. So kind of like it's like that the the big night when Caroline gets taken is like all kinds of weird things happen. Yeah, um, in the night after the the whole like table chairs thing, right? And the mom thinks it's fine. She thinks it's yeah. But that cool. night is a thunderstorm and things get real. And the storm was um, I loved when. Um, the, the dad counting? T- yes, the counting. Yes. He's like, and and I remember as a kid doing that. Me I'm too. Like, Is that a thing? I was like, did I learn that from Poltergeist or from my parents? Oh, or I kids? learned it from Poltergeist for yeah, sure. Yeah, it could have been from Poltergeist. I always counted yep. too. How, when the thunder would happen after the lightning. It's when you, that many miles. It's that many miles so away. So you hear thunder, count, one, two, and if it's like three, then you say the, it's three miles away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I told my own kids that like, really we still oh, do that. That's so cool. Everyone's going to do that forever. So then you can gauge like, is it going away or is it getting closer? And so that, that super scary scene where he starts counting the night when all the shit goes down, um, and it gets less and less and less. And you're like, Oh fuck, here we go. Here we go. Like something's yeah. going to happen. Um, which of course it does. And so it's like, did, so I'm guessing the, these entities were able to make this tree come to life and break into his window and t- t- grab him. And, and it's like eating it's him. It's going to eat him, right. Which I remember bizarre. that as being really scary. Me too. I thought Me watching too. it again, it was kind of goofy. It, it, right. But it was <laughs> terrifying. And I mean, I lived out in the country and we had lots of gnarly large trees in our yard um, that after that seemed a bit more ominous you know, walking down my driveway, our mm-hmm. long driveway, and I'd be looking at the trees like, oh, oh God, don't come to life. <laughs> don't chase me down. I'm like Please running full speed ahead when I get off the life. bus. Yeah, Every right, tree. right. Let's talk about Robbie's anxiety a little bit. Oh, he was like a nervous kid. I know. And the parents were in the in their bedroom at night 
like smoking weed. Yeah. Having a grand I, old time. I, so that was one funny thing I wanted to talk about is like, I totally didn't remember no, that they neither. were smoking pot. I don't um, know if I would have known. All, yeah. And like drinking booze later. Like it's a really, <laughs> it, it's a very, it's a sign of the times, you know? And then the dad was like <laughs> on the bed pretending to like dive off it. They were making so much noise. I was just like, yeah, you have three kids. They're sleeping. Yeah. They were you acting like teenagers. Yeah. So that was, that was a really funny scene. It was. I loved it. I did it. not remember that. I, I know. I didn't either. I'm it was like, so corny. Goofy. Yeah. Yeah. But I think it was to show their like good relationship. Yeah. They were strong. Their happy a strong family. couple. But meanwhile, Robbie's like, um, you know, flipping out in the other room. Mm-hmm. But they also, didn't they mention um, they're worried about Robbie? Like, is he scared of everything? Well, that I feel like was really, really that was more um, in the hit remake. hard in the remake. Okay, okay, that was hit hard. But he was like a nervous kid. And, but he shared a room with Carol Ann, which I thought was nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he wasn't Versus alone. Versus in the remake, they didn't share a room. No. We'll get I to have that later. Plenty but, to say about that. Yeah, right. Um, For sure. Um, right. So the <laughs> Robbie, <laughs> poor Robbie, gets taken by the tree. Yeah, and sucked into the tree. And in the meantime. But the parents save him. They do. So the dad, yeah, it's somehow. a very dramatic scene. I don't know. Did the dad climb the tree and pull him out? I don't remember. I don't know. I mean, in this, kind of a I mean, if there was like a tree really eating a person, I mean, I think the tree would definitely win that fight. You'd think. I mean, for sure. But, you know, just... Because <laughs> he could just be like, shoop, just finish I, the job. Yeah. Um, but somehow the parents saved Robbie. They'd like spit him out or something weird at the end. But in the meantime, they don't even realize what's happening with Carol Ann. I think that was the distraction. Maybe the beast oh, was distracting sure. them. The beast with- was the tree. <laughs> and then that's how he was sucking Carol Ann into that closet. Yeah. Okay. Let's back up to the very beginning of this movie for a sec before okay. I forget. The older daughter is not in it very much. Right. But uh, she's like a teen. Dana. Mm-hmm. There's some construction happening in at the house. Oh, she I know, walks, where, you're ta- I know yep. where you're going with this. <laughs> okay. She, so mom is in the kitchen looking out the window. There's the construction guys. Mm-hmm. Teenage daughter walks by them and they like whistle at her oh, and can't call her. Yeah. And then she's like, does this dramatic giving them the finger. Yeah. And she, I mean, it was cool. She, like, said something. But then the mom had, a, like, a look of pride. Right. My daughter, Mother, she can take on those cat did colors. did herself. I was I just know. like, this those is pigs so wrong. outside. Yeah. That was, didn't need to be in the movie. Yeah. But, <laughs> but it was just funny how there was, like, no, it was just not bad at all. And it was, like, just showed how much spunk the... Sure. The daughter had, which I guess she did. But I guess the mom could have opened the window and been, like, you guys are fucking pigs like yeah. and they just would do that in front of a mom yeah. to a teen yeah yes that Gross. would not be acceptable yeah. not okay hashtag not okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh just wanted um, to bring that in yeah no that's really that's a good it was one. a sign of the times for I sure yes for sure um the other thing okay so caroline you know after she gets taken um another thing that i remembered about the original was you know after she gets saved and they drop through the ceiling 
the slime mm-hmm. that was on them and thinking like weird. So on the other side, it's slimy. Well, it's like ectoplasm, like, right? right? Like from Ghostbusters. Exactly. Exactly. Learned, I don't know what the year is of I that. Don't, right. Did we see that after? Who came up with the ectoplasm? Right. But definitely a, a connective Another connection element. is there's also at a college or university, a uh, department of paranormal studies, <laughs> uh, which I'm pretty sure I does not exist anymore. I don't think it's a thing, but that would be so cool if it was. Why isn't it a yeah, thing? Yeah, I, I can picture myself like walking down like Lind Hall at the U in yeah, college because yeah. they are kind of old buildings. It's like English department, whatever, paranormal Par- studies. <laughs> Everyone would major in that. If there of was course. a paranormal studies Emma, department. Okay. So that's why, because I would be distracted by that. Like, yeah, there'd be no other major. It's a hilarious detail. <laughs> that it, It's like a quicksand thing, because mm. quicksand's not really a real thing, but it was in tons of cartoons. So many, and, yes, and so many 80s movies. Yeah. Like adventure movies. And, and every, every other Scooby-Doo episode, uh, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> nice. But also the Department of Paranormal Studies. Yep. Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll get to Ghostbusters at some point. Maybe. I love the remake of it. I haven't seen it. That could be a thing. Yeah. Um, so then we can um, get clear on, on the dates, refer back to our yep. poltergeist knowledge. Another thing I had recalled was when Diane is swimming with the corpses in the pool. Yeah. Like that was a memory I had of watching the original. So mm-hmm. that made an impact. The, yeah, it did. And the thing that, well, the fact that she just kept slipping back in again, I was like, oh my God, you know, and then they more and more just kept popping up. That was really terrifying. But what I remembered was I, I actually forgot that that all happened after Carol Ann was already saved and back. Like in my yeah, memory, me too, me too. the end of the movie was, you mm-hmm. know, Zelda Rubenstein saying, this house is clean. Second and, act, yeah. and, and, and like, that's the end, end. Right. And then I was like, Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. She's back. Everything's supposedly all cool, but it's so not over. Yeah. Like so, there's a lot yeah. of stuff that happens after that. Yes. Cause what happens was, um, well, another thing I just, I thought Carol Ann got sucked into the TV. Oh, interesting. In my memory, not mm. into the closet. Well, I remember the closet because closets have always been really scary to me. Oh, okay, okay. And I was always scared of the one in my childhood bedroom. And so yeah. for me, a big connection with the closet it was like, yeah, of course there's a portal in there. Those oh, yeah. closets are so scary. To me, I liked <laughs> closets oh. a lot because of the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm. That it said wardrobe, but I just thought that meant closet. And if you went in there, you could find a way to get into another dimension. Ooh, in my house, cool. I liked to. There was like my parents' closet. I used to play in the closets. Wow! And I, like there were smaller, cool rooms. Yeah, didn't it really was get scared of them. Kind of cool if you had one with you know the blinds kind of on the door, and so you could just barely <laughs> see the room a yeah. little bit. I mean, that's also scary if someone's coming toward you. But um, yeah, I mean, I did spend a little bit of time in some closets, but they all were, were always a little mysterious. <laughs> Maybe to your me house had creepier closets, and my house had yeah less creepy. Okay, so so what happens is. Caroline gets sucked into the other dimension, mm-hmm. and then um, then they send and Robbie almost gets eaten by the tree. Yep. Then they send away the two kids. Then yes. they're gone. They bring in the researchers from yep. the university, and the parents stay, mm-hmm. and they're like completely haggard, drinking booze. Yeah, because they can't they <laughs> can't deal. And then they bring in Tangina, the medium, right? Who's amazing, right? And they figure out that. Um, there's a portal 
from the living room ceiling. Yep. That if they throw something in the closet, it can come out the ceiling. And it comes back slimy. Right. Yes, covered. They did an experiment. I loved the experiments. Yeah, I loved when like those objects were falling. Like, I don't remember. Were what... they throwing things they were, into yes, the closet? Yes, yes. And, and it was coming the... through the ceiling. Yeah. It's like, that's so, so cool. So that's kind of weird because like, why wouldn't Carol Ann just fall through the ceiling? Or, yeah. I don't know. It's fine. I know. And so, well, and we never, you know, in, in the original, we never get to see what it looks like in there. Right. Versus the remake. So yes, that's something yes. we'll get to. Mm-hmm. But um, Big difference. I l- and in retrospect, I actually appreciate the mystery. Me too. Uh, like, I don't mm-hmm. actually really want to know what's going on. It was just cool to be, like, she could be, you know, saved and brought through the ceiling. It was like, yeah. wow. This yeah, is they didn't crazy. explain how it really went down, but that was fine. So they tied the mom to a rope. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, at first, Tangina was going to go in, and the mom was like, no, she won't come to you. It has to be me. Yeah. And so she gets a rope tied on her. And they have, like, these rules, like, so first they're telling, like, Carol Ann to tell the souls to go into the light. Yep. And then, but then at the last minute, they have to get her to not go into the light. So somehow her mom has to get her and then get her back Retrieve to the portal. Her. Yes. We don't see how any of it goes down, but it obviously works perfectly, like clockwork, and they fall through the ceiling. Yes. And they're covered in slime. It's very dramatic. Yeah. And then Tangina's is like, this house is clean. Yeah. And but, then all this other shit happens. Yep. What I want to mention really quickly is Joe Beth Williams' mm-hmm. performance. She is the driving force of this film. Oh, yeah. Her um, frantic desperation to get her child back. I mean, that performance was outstanding. Yeah. Like, I, as, when I rewatched it, I'm like, fuck, she is so good. And I, and I actually read that there was controversy back in the day as to the fact that she didn't get an Oscar nomination. Oh yeah. Because this movie was nominated for three Oscars and they were all like best uh, score, sound editing, something like that. It was things unrelated to the performances. Yeah, probably just cause it was horror. I know. Right? And it was really unfair, rightfully so after rewatching it. Um, just, oh my God, she just mm-hmm. ripped my heart apart yeah. the whole time and so impressive. This is a big thing I love about this movie is that it's a story of female power and the power of mm-hmm. mothers. Mm-hmm. So um, the dad was the breadwinner. Mom yep. was stay-at-home mom, but there was no shame in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't shamed at all. It was just kind of assumed it was fine. She seemed happy she was doing mm-hmm. a great job yeah she was into it the system just worked and then mm-hmm. when there was a pro it's like she was the master of this domain that was the home yes and the dad was out working when he was home he was watching football right he was sort of so this was like mom's domain when something goes wrong in her domain with her child she's the one to go with get the rope on and yep. go save her child from the beast yep and she does and it she with does Tangina's it. Yep. help. Yep. And I love that. I know. About this movie. I know. That um, she doesn't have, she has this power in her own home and as a mother. Yes. Which I think has gotten a lot more complicated for moms today. Totally. And we'll see that in the remake. Yep, for sure. So, yeah, when I was, before I even rewatched it, when I was just thinking it over, mm-hmm. I was like, the mom is the hero 
of this movie. Yeah, but I had so many and she was so amazing. images of her, like of them and falling to the floor. I know. Afterwards, she gets these streaks. Yeah. streaks. Yeah. Oh, she's incredible. Which, just by the way, <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard, who's one of the Democratic candidates, have you seen a picture of her? She Does she have a streak? This. She has black hair with one gray Ooh. streak. It looks very cool. Yeah. It, it reminds me of, oh. of that. Love it. So, yeah. Nice. Just going with it. Um, okay, where were we? So, should we, should we talk yeah. about then what happens after? Yeah, yeah. So after they get Carolyn back, yeah. and in my memory, I thought the movie was over, but it's yeah. not. Um, they, what's the first thing that happens? Well, okay. So then, mom, so mom has two gray streaks in her hair yep. from going to the other side and saving her child from the beast. Yes. Naturally, that would happen. <laughs> And she's like, it's kind of cool, right? Doesn't she say it's kind of punk rock? I, she does. Yeah, was, I know. I was like, that's she's cool. Awesome. She said that. And then, yeah. <laughs> but her kids were making fun of her. So she's going to dye her hair. Oh, right. So she's in her bathroom dyeing her hair. I can't so believe she's they're distracted. so relaxed in their home after that. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. Like, why are they still there? Yeah, you would not. <laughs> no. You would not spend another night no. in the house and just take your time yep. packing. No. So they stay there. Mom's. Dying her hair, taking her time. Dad's not even home, right? Dad's at home because I guess he's quitting his job because they are going to move. No, he's gone. He working doing? late. Uh, he's working late. Okay. And I think his boss is like, I can make this, but I can give you a better house or whatever. Oh, I can fix this. I can fix this. Yeah, that kind of so, attitude. It's, uh, yeah, he's just gone it's for his fault. a really long time. And then all hell breaks loose because the house is not clean. No. They're and coming after Caroline again. How does it start? The closet... Okay, okay. Caroline and Robbie are in their bedroom. Yes. Then the clown scene Okay. Well, let's talk about the clown scene this really is, quick, because this is huge. Uh, this was made a huge mark on me. Absolutely. This clown. And yep. sure, no, everyone was terrified of clowns. Well, I think this. it was probably the first like horror movie that made clowns a scary thing. Was it? Right? I mean, Stephen King's It came later i want to say yeah, i don't know if people I, are always like freaked out by clowns i don't know or, but this i think was, this definitely added yeah, to it yep and my first question is we keep seeing this clown in the bedroom oh, doll Cl- yeah it's sitting yeah. on a rocking chair. chair clearly robbie's scared of it why on earth yeah. do they not take the damn clown and stick it in the closet just, or just throw it away throw before it away. anything Goodwill, happens anything obviously this thing needs to be destroyed yeah it's terrified and like all he had to do was be like, Mom, you know what? I really am scared of this thing. Can you please remove it? But yeah. it's like, it just stays there and he's, yeah. he like covers his, goes under his blankets at night because he doesn't want to see it. He throws his jacket on it yeah, early on. Like every it's like, night, it's he's this scared clown of it. is watching me and it's poised right. It is at totally. the end of the bed. So, of course, something's going to happen. Yeah. But I love how it plays out because, yeah, so we're back to the night where Caroline's getting, trying the to get second taken again. abduction. Second, right. And, is it another thunderstorm? I feel like it's another okay. thunderstorm. Okay, right. What is the trees thing? Um, is I do they is show the tree, the tree disappears again? at some point? I don't even like flies into the sky. Yeah, is that at the very end. Or? I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it just flies into right. the sky. But then I think it's another thunderstorm, and, and then, then he's looking at the clown, and then he's looking away, and then he looks again, and the clown's not gone. on the chair. Yes. Oh, oh this my is worst God. Right? And, his- and then he's so brave because he's going to look under the bed himself. I he doesn't know. call out for mom. Right. Or anything. Right. He, I don't Does he feel stronger because they, like, got Carol Ann back? And I don't know. But 
Yeah, totally. The suspense brave. in the scene is really good. It's super good. So he's, I don't know if he reaches oh down. Oh my God. He, or it's like, it, like to under the bed. Does he reach or does he just lift the blanket and look under? I think or he looks leg, under. He oh looks, my God. And then the clown like grabs him, yep. right? Is he take him under the bed? I don't know. And attack him or is it in the middle of the room or on the bed? I don't know. But then but. he starts like this, he's fighting with mm-hmm, the clown mm-hmm. and he's like, Punching, punching in the face. <laughs> and he's like, I hate you. I hate yeah, you or something. Yeah. You're, I'm going to kill you or something like that. He's yeah. beating up the clown. Yeah. So at some point, the closet comes back to life again. And I think starts like the door's sucking open. them both in. Or does I don't know, Robbie get out of there and it's just Carol Ann getting <laughs> sucked in again. Anyway, the mom finally hears a commotion. Yes. While she's dying her hair. Comes out. And then she gets started, like sucked up the wall. Oh, the that's ceiling. right. That's a weird scene. I remembered that scene too because I remember her nighty going up and like you could see her underpants. Yeah, a little flash. <laughs> like, a little flash. Right. Yep, I remembered that. Um, yeah. And then um, she somehow... Well, he's trying to prevent her from yeah going getting to the kids. Yeah. And like, like in all these scenarios, the with obviously... I mean, he could have sucked Carolyn in right away, I think. But of course. Um, anyway, the mom gets to the door. Oh, it's Carolyn and Robbie. Yeah, they're both in there both getting in the sucked in, mm-hmm. and she gets them, and they're all like holding hands, flying yes. in the air yes. toward the closet, and somehow she pulls them both back yep. and saves them both again, again, single-handedly. She's amazing. Yeah. Right. Right. Yes. She's like, this is not happening. Yeah. Again. And then the dad maybe <laughs> turns up at that point. I don't know where yeah, Dana is. I don't. She's at her friend's house still. Remember oh, she shows okay. Up oh, on a date. End. She's yep. on a date. She shows up in that car and then she switches cars and they get the hell out of there. Yeah. And so but. then the dad turns up and I think they run out and get in the car. And Oh, no, no. But then the mom is like, the swimming pool. Because she was terrified that the kids. <gasps> the- oh, no. That was. When, when did that happen? Like when they were looking for Carol, Carol Ann the first time? The first time? Or no, the second time the she... The second time is when she um, was trying to get back into the house, and so she falls into the pool with the corpses. Um, Why did she go out? Did time. she go outside first? Did she go outside looking for them? But she didn't look in the or room did they first? Like, I can't remember. I don't remember how she gets outside. Did they suck her outside? <laughs> Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe they like pulled her outside. Let's just say she got sucked outside. Yeah, she's <laughs> sucked out. She's in. That's kind of how the beast works. The pool. Just sucking anything goes with it's the all beast. About suction. <laughs> Whether you're being sucked through a closet or into a swimming pool. Yeah, yeah. Like corpses. But eventually, she gets into the house. Yeah, gets out of the pool. But it's a really intense scene. Yeah, because the mud and she's falling mm-hmm, and she can't. Gonna, and then there's dead bodies, yeah, which are like so fake skeletons, skeletons popping pop, up. Yeah, very weird. everywhere. Yeah, but they wouldn't really do anything. They were just creepy. Yeah. Anyway, so she gets the kids again, yeah. and then they must come out and then get in the car and just go to a hotel. And the, right, and then the dad comes home and he's like, "Get on the hell in the car! It's like, I'll drive. I'll drive us away." Yeah. And I'm then, saving the day. And get then in the car. they get to a hotel. And then the last thing you oh, see. Oh, love the love last scene. So much. I know. It's just the door opening and then pushing the TV out <laughs> and onto the balcony. The door. I know. And Is that's that... the end. It was almost like, a, I mean, comedic in a yes, way where yes. it was like nice. And the remake had like tried to be comedic at the end too. Yeah. But um, 
Wah, wah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was super good. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the, I'll just say, I thought the special effects in the first one, maybe at the time they were good. I know mm. there was nominations, but um, I thought they were overall super bad. Really bad. And like when the beast's face came out of the yeah. closet as a monster yes. to like scare the mom or something. Right. That was really bad. But there was one really good one that I loved. And see if you agree. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Tangina is in, in the house. Mm-hmm. And the researchers from the paranormal department. <laughs> yes. Of paranormal, Department of Paranormal Studies. Yes. Or whatever. And they have like video cameras and stuff and a bunch of equipment. Yeah. And like cords that are like spirally. I feel like they're like phone cords. Yeah. So they were videotaping. And these like spots of light yeah, were coming the orbs. down the stairs. They're orbs of the spirits or whatever. I love that. And then it yeah. wasn't like a woman. Like like it looked like she's sort of like an angel. Yeah, in they a looked sense. like. So she, then they when they watched it back on the tape. Yeah, they looked more like figures, and I felt like, like they kind people. of like had hats and robes on, sort mm. of. But it was beautiful. It was. I love how they did that. More of that. Yep. Would have been cool. And just the moments of like Carol Ann putting her hands on the TV. Yeah. The staticky TV. It wasn't a special effect, but just like had such an impact. It did. It did. Like she was feeling them. Yeah. Um, One thing we forgot to talk about was one of the researchers when. Oh, uh, yes. I know know where you're going with this. And I remembered this from. I remembered this too. And I was. In a different way, but yeah. Yeah. And and I knew. So when I rewatched this, I made. Ryan watch it with me because I was like I don't know man am I going to be really scared yeah. I feel like I should, shouldn't be alone yeah yeah and um, he had never seen it so we it's interesting watching it with him seeing oh, it with yeah. fresh eyes yeah um, but I knew when that scene was coming I knew I had to be like look away uh-huh. look away right now don't turn your head back because uh, he would so not be into the grotesqueness of the guy ripping his face off mm-hmm. um so that was like such a strange scene because he, the researcher's just like going to the bathroom. Right? I think he's hungry. So is like he, there's two researchers. He's in the kitchen? They're like staying up all night and nothing's really happening in the house. Yeah. And there's a funny joke about them, about the researchers saying that, bragging about how they had um, like filmed something moving across the floor yeah. in seven hours by itself. <laughs> and the parents are like, okay. And then they go up and open the kid's room and there's all these like things flying, flying around fast. Yes. That was a funny little takedown. But yeah. anyway, I don't know. Everyone's asleep or passed out and, mm-hmm. and one guy's going to go get something to eat in the kitchen. And then this is a funny part. He opens the refrigerator or the freezer and just takes out a steak yeah. It's just like loose in there. Yeah. <clears throat> but it must have been frozen, right? I mean, you wouldn't have just a steak that's thawed. Well, I know, but it was thawed out because then the next Because he was going to like cook it up? It, like, it was, yeah, right. And, and how, how bold of you to take a steak like, oh, that a steak. belongs to the family out of the kitchen, like, I mean, yeah. out of the fridge, and think you could just, you know, steak's expensive. Yeah, it's not a sandwich. I'm just going to... It's not like a... Piece of American cheese in a wrapper. <laughs> no, it's not a bologna sandwich, which is what we would have had at that point as For a snack. Sure. Um, yeah, so he's going to make the steak. He puts it on a plate or just plain on, on the counter. Yeah, I think it's on a plate. But okay, then the maggots 
Well, then it starts moving. It starts bubbling. Oh, yeah. It moves first. It moves. And then it like explodes full of maggots explode out of it. Yeah. And then what is it? Then he he goes goes to to the the bathroom, right? In a mirror. And he looks at his face and there's like something on it. And he starts to pick at his face. And then he starts peeling his face off. Completely off. It's, Which is, I feel like, another funny 80s thing because of <laughs> Raiders of the Lost Ark. Their faces melting off. Oh. Which just was the scariest thing Of course. Ever. I think about that a lot, often. Yeah, just like the first time yeah. seeing those faces melt. Mm-hmm. And then the skeletons. And the emerge. eyeballs bulging out. Yes, yes. And it, uh-huh. so it was there, too. Like, so he peels his face off. And it was pretty funny because it was clearly... A mask. Yeah, and it, it wasn't but, very realistic. My memory of it was that it was yeah. way scarier. Oh, yeah, that was like, obviously if you see that as a kid. But yeah, it was really kind of comical and silly. But um, it was sort of not suitable for children. Like it was too scary. It was a little tra- really scary. traumatizing. Yep. So he's peeling, 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 <laughs> and he's like down to a skeleton bulging eyes, and then like he like looks up, and then his face is normal again. Yep, and nothing happened. And then does he see the steak again? <laughs> I don't think we see the steak. It's again. over with the steak. Okay. By then he lost his appetite. <laughs> nice. He's like, okay, um, don't I try to eat. Understand why? In a house with the polder guys. <laughs> right. <laughs> and never ever look at yourself in the mirror. Do you remember the lady who was um, like in charge of the department? Yeah. Of yeah, any thoughts about her? Well, no, she was. I don't know. They. Sh- I just remember her and Diane sharing like. Some booze at one point. Oh, like yeah, They both yeah. had like a shot of like whiskey or something together. And then she was the connection to the medium. Right. She knew the Zelda Rubenstein character who is so incredible. Such a star. Great voice. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a really high. High pitched. Funny voice. Yeah. That worked so well. Yep. I definitely want to watch part two. Yeah. I mean, we don't have to get together and talk about it, but yeah. I... For or my maybe own, bonus material. Because Let's see if that yarn scene is in there. Yeah, because I feel like it. I it remember it being be. Carol Ann. Yep, with the yarn. And then there's that really scary priest. Ooh, I don't remember that character. Who's he's walking down the sidewalk. Oh, he's a like scary priest. God is in his holy temple. Now that's terrifying. Earthly what is he possessed or that's just now. how he talks? Yeah, I don't know. He's he's <laughs> preaching and like saying like. He comes to their door and like, I don't know, it's just foggy memories. Okay, but we He's warning them about this. something. But and anyway, I've got some of the things I, re- before rewatching the original, I thought were in the original, but they're actually in part two. Okay, okay. And, and that character's yeah, one of them. I didn't even remember that there was a part two until reading the Wikipedia oh, page. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I didn't, but I don't, I mean, I don't know if yeah. I saw it or not. Yeah. Hmm. Um, okay, any other little... Oh, I love the music so much. Mm, right. Well, and it was nominated. So it's like it was, it moved. Yeah, it was beautiful. Great music. Um, Steven Spielberg, I feel like I've heard of him. He was oh, involved yeah, you've with heard it. Him. <laughs> I might have heard he of him. He wrote and produced it, did not technically direct it because he was directing E.T. Yeah. at the same time and he was contractually that little obligated movie called E.T. not to do another movie at the same time. Yep. But it sounds like he was there all the time pretty much yep. doing it. This guy's ambitious. Well, he's totally. like, I'm doing E.T., okay, and Poltergeist. Well, and he had just done Close Encounters of the Third Kind. And so this was like a continuation of. Or right. not a sequel, but it was supposed to be kind of like connected but to they, 
an ongoing story, but he was obviously really into this subject matter at the time. Yeah, but they made it more of a ghost story. Right. Than a UFO story. Like it mentioned uh, on the Wikipedia page, the reviews, and some were good. Like I think there was a Siskel Ebert divide. One liked him, one one liked it, one didn't. Mm -hmm. Criticism about the story Mm. being frail. Not a good. I actually like the story a lot. I think there's a lot to the story. And I used to tell the story to um, my kids when they were little because they went through a phase when they wanted me to make up a scary story every single night. Really? This is really hard to do. So I would like try to think of movie plots. Yeah. I remembered. And I would do Poltergeist. That was one of my main ones that I would describe to them. And they loved it. And so when I was leaving today... They asked what we were doing, and I said Poltergeist. They're like, I love Poltergeist because they just know that <gasps> wow. version of it. I and can't. They're only yeah. six. They're six. Wow. They haven't seen the movie, obviously. <laughs> obviously, yeah. Well, that's good. Good, so, good parenting, Liz. Thanks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Keep them away from Poltergeist until they're at least yeah. ten. I watched it way too young. I don't remember how old oh, I was. I watched so many but way too young. I should not have been watching the that. Omen. Yeah, it's like whenever my dad them. was home. Yep. And, like, if my mom wasn't home, mm-hmm. every time it would be, like, The Omen on yeah, yeah. Amityville Horror. Everything yep. was on TV, and you could just watch it right. if, like, your most lenient parent was home. Right. Or, for me, it was, like, if we had a babysitter. A babysitter. Or, like, yeah. oh, we're going we're gonna to watch The Exorcist. I'm like, okay. You know? It's uh, like, why? Oh, it's horrible. Really scary movies. Really and just, you traumatizing. Can watch. Well... There is like a This American Life or something of a story of a kid. It's the guy as an adult telling the story now of that he saw The Shining as a kid. And Uh it was like a similar situation. Like his uncle was over babysitting or I don't remember. So they're just watching. The uncle. Yeah. The cool uncle. They're just watching The Shining. And he was like the same age as the kid in The Shining. And he was like traumatized for years. And he didn't want to talk about it he didn't talk about it to anyone oh. and like this affected him for years and the shining is such a scary movie oh, so like bad. there's yeah. a remake of it i love the original i love but the i'm original. also terrified to watch it again i know because i know how scary it is and to see that as a kid it holds up on its scariness too yeah let me tell you oh, i'm sure yeah i have Kubrick. rewatched it mm-hmm. i watched it i mean yeah as an adult, many years ago still, but right. I think it's the scariest movie yeah. that it, exists I, to me. I would back that up. Yeah. 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 Really scared. Yeah, I'm, I'm uh, scared right now. Me too. <laughs> it just started pouring check. rain outside, you guys. It's getting really ominous outside. Oh, just... yeah. Okay, any okay. other um, things you... Um, I mean, we can always like mention more stuff from yeah. Poltergeist 1. I think... I was scared to watch it. Yeah. And then it wasn't very scary. It wasn't. Yeah. Like, I used to like to watch scary movies, and now Mm -hmm. I don't really. I don't either. And my cutoff point was The Ring. Yeah, you got to I saw that in the theater, and that was just so scary. And I just couldn't, I just can't take it after that. I didn't want to see The Ring, and I'm glad I didn't. Oh, you didn't see it? I did not. Except for Get Out. Did you see that? Uh, No, but I want to. It's scary, but such a good movie. Yeah, I know. I've heard such super highly good recommended. Things. So, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll watch one, but I was very mm-hmm. scared to watch this, and I was very scared to watch the remake because well, I thought I they were going to just make it so much worse. Yes. So maybe extra 
gory or yeah. So, all right, well, let's transition into talking okay. about the remake. Okay, the remake was, was what, 2015? 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. It came out. Cast. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's go with who played the parts. Mom, Rosemary DeWitt. I love her. I love her, too. She's awesome. She's. I've seen her in lots of things. Yeah, she was in the United States of Terra. Was she? She was in Mad Men, mm-hmm. I guess. I, I confuse her with somebody else. Sometimes I think she's in extra things that... Yeah. I've seen her in lots of indie stuff, and I always, if I see she's in it, I'm like, oh, I'll watch that. Yeah, like Rachel's Wedding <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Or My Sister's Sister. Have you seen that one? <laughs> I don't know. That sounds like a fake movie. It's too. good. No, oh, it's really good. I, yeah, that's kind of ringing a bell. Okay, love her. Love her and everything. She did not get to do enough in this movie. Absolutely they not. took everything away. And I, Well, and let's keep going with the cast, but we'll okay. get to that. But yeah, poor script, number one. Yeah. Okay. Sam Rockwell, the dad. Yeah, and he's usually he's like so great. I feel like, and looking at like the list of movies he's been in, mm-hmm. so many and like so many good quality movies. Yeah, yeah. Kind of seemed like a step down for him to do it was. this. Again, not a good script. Didn't do him any justice. Couldn't have, not oh much God. to work with. Terrible moment. When he was crying, saying, I just want my daughter back. Yeah. The worst acting I didn't believe I've ever it at seen. all. Uh, it was terrible. Yeah. So instead of uh, a woman medium, it's Jared Harris. Yep. Who I do like this guy. I don't like that they made it a man. <laughs> Uh, well, right, and, and also made it a TV show. Yeah, he like, like had a TV show about ghost busting. Yep. And so the, his character's, like, is he an exorcist? Kind yeah, of? Yeah. Okay. And he said they kept the, the uh, like, tagline, like, this house is clean right, or something. Right, right, right. Because he says it, it was, in his TV show. It's kind of funny how they did it. And so he's in, he was, he's in Chernobyl. Uh-huh. He was also in Mad Men. He was. Right? That's what he's, I know him mostly from. I like he's him. He's a character actor. Yeah, I definitely like him. He had an Irish accent, I believe, yeah. in this movie. I think he might be English. Probably. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just have to throw an accent mm-hmm. on there. Mm-hmm. Jane Adams is the researcher. Love her so much. Me too. Love her. She's Again, Hung. Yep. A lot of indie movies. Yeah, Easy. Love that show. That You yeah, gotta watch it. it. Yeah. It's great. Oh, she's in that. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love her. Mm-hmm. Also, I thought her role didn't have much. It did It got overshadowed by the Jared Harris thing. Absolutely. So she was underutilized. And then there was kids. This time the girl, she's got dark hair. They show that she has powers sort of early on. Like there was like a stick that yeah. went in the ground. She'd push a stick or something in the ground and then it would pop up and she'd laugh. And so yep. she sort of was playing with these spirits. She would, they'd be like alone in a room talking a lot. Mm-hmm. And the mom parents would be like, what are you talking about? And she's like, oh, nothing. Well, or, actually, she's like, oh, it's the lost people. Oh, like she calls she it out right lost. away. She okay. gives them a name. Like that did not exist in the original, like the lost people. Can I share a personal story? Yeah. About, okay, when my girls were little, like two really little, mm-hmm. just started talking. Uh, one of them sort of got an imaginary friend named Watendawee. I remember this, you telling me about this what, Watendawee. Watendawee <laughs> was around for a while. And yeah. then gone. <laughs> we would joke like it's someone who lived in the house 100 years ago. Or I don't right, because it's such it's an unusual thing. name. It's yeah, not like, like, oh, it's you Betty. You've never heard <laughs> those words before. Right. 
That, it was just a fact of life for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, she could be sensitive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right. So that's kind of the breakdown of who played the parts. But um, the way that the remake started is kind of how I remembered the original. I thought that they were just freshly moving into this house. Right. Which they're okay. doing in the remake. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I thought that's what they were doing. And, and that's not how the original started. They were like. They just lived there fully as moved a happy in. family. Yeah. It was. I don't know how long they'd been there, but the remake was more like, oh, yeah, we're fresh to this brand new house that's now yeah. going to destroy our lives. Because their family situation was a lot different. Yes. Okay, so yes. it was, um, the dad was the breadwinner, and the mom was staying at home with the kids, but it was a thing right away where, like, they're talking to the realtor, and the dad sort of makes excuses for the mom. He's like, she's actually a great writer, and she's writing a book, which I thought it made it seem like it seemed like not enough that she was um, yeah. taking care of the kids, and yes. that there was shame there. And then yes. she was like, "Oh no, I'm not really," blah blah blah. Yeah. And he's like, and then I'm enraged by this. She says, because he's out of work, I should go to work. I should get a job. I should get. I should go and back. And he says no. Yeah, and very she, against it. And she just then drops it? Yeah. So he's like, they have no money. So they're buying this house because it's a really cheap foreclosure. Also, plot hole, if he has no job, they have no money to even buy a squirrel trap at the hardware store. Right. Like, how are they buying a house, even if it's cheap house? Yeah. Could you rent for a while? Financing. Hmm. So, I mean, I kind of get that. I mean, it's a sign of the times, like... Um, I keep saying that phrase this time, um, that there are less jobs, I would say, or, and the, you know, both parents have to work to support a family yep. now they're, you know, Much more common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just that he, blo- she said she wanted to go to work and that she wasn't writing her book. He blocked her mm-hmm. and she just went with that, which so so, what do they do? Just every day, they're just all there in the house. No one's working. And I'm, yeah, and she's not broke. allowed to work, but because he's going to be the uh, breadwinner. But he's clearly too bitter. Like they go to some dinner, and he wears a suit because someone could maybe get him a job. But he's like so bitter at the dinner. Yeah, it was just Seems awkward. Like unemployable. <laughs> I, I know. He had worked at John Deere, and his job probably doesn't exist anymore. So this really bugged mm. me. A lot. A little antiquated. Or it was like, yeah, I mean, having just a male breadwinner and, and mom at home is kind of antiquated. Mm-hmm. But I mean, if that works or it could be vice versa or whatever. Mm-hmm. And just the shame she had and then she wasn't allowed. I thought she had no power. She was like totally passive and she didn't say, mm-hmm. no, I'm gonna, you know. Well, right. <laughs> and even even throughout the whole movie that character was not the strong mother that you know the joe beth williams character was like she um didn't have that fire in her or i didn't feel like that like overwhelming um desperation and like love and passion to kind of you know make sure she gets her child back like that was Mm -hmm. kind of missing yeah and they made a big deal about showing Sam Rockwell cry yeah. and stuff. 
like making him more of a dad. But the mom, she had no economic power. Her husband was preventing her from having a career, it seemed. Right. But she also didn't have power in the home. No. And And so she had just nothing. Yeah. And I felt like they focused a lot of their energy on worrying about their son. His anxiety. Yep. Like, so, well, let's just say to the the five-year-old daughter her her new name was madison madison of course that's an update and um they call her maddie did you hear the thunder i just heard the thunder you guys should we count one two two, three oh wait no no it needs to lightning and then we count when the thunder happens is that it i don't see the the, oh the lightning first yeah we didn't see lightning so it must be so far away anyway yeah (laughs) is that even science we're safe Okay, so Madison, you were saying. Yeah, well, and I was saying that the the their son, um, what's his name again? Griffin? Yeah. I think it's Griffin. Griffin. They were so, like, because he's kind of like the voice of reason. He's kind of like, you guys, there's yeah. like scary shit happening. Oh, yeah. um, he doesn't like the house at all from the very beginning. And yeah. of course they put his, they call it the coolest the coolest room in the house, which ended up being his bedroom, which yeah. was up in like a creepy attic, attic space. with all these like secret closets, a skylight with <laughs> with the a, scary tree, with a scary tree, all alone. This is cruel. This yeah. is terrible. Yep. They have a, and then they're discussing: um, should he go to therapy yeah. because of his anxiety? And they put him in this freaking scary room. Okay, I get it's a movie, but right in the first one, I mean, like. He shared a room with Carol Ann, you know, so he's isolated. Mm-hmm. It just seemed cruel. It was cruel. To me. And then there was a secret closet and he found not one, but like a whole <laughs> a bunch clowns. of scary clowns that come to life. Right. Um, um, and the tree. There's a thunderstorm. Right. There's no scene about like the thunder counting or no they no don't do anything for him. Nothing special. They don't help him. They worry about him. But then there's, I just, I just thought it was terrible. Yeah. They They put too much energy in worrying about like, if it was like a mental problem because he talked about weird things and things that weren't. He was scared to do everything, which I think is also like you're, you know, if, if the kid is a boy, he has to be strong. He has to be brave. Mm -hmm. Um, so Yeah. yeah, I, I wrote down like a list of the things that they incorporated into the remake that were kind of like the symbolic features from the original. Uh-huh. So um, the clown was the yeah. first thing I wrote down, which they I amped that up to. There was nothing right. Yeah. It was too much. It it that didn't work for me. That scene at all um, when because like one clown is left outside of the closet, and then that's the clown that attacks him. It comes him, to life and attacks but, him. And then the willow tree comes through and grabs him. That's similar. And it just wasn't... Yeah, the tree, it wasn't handled in the same way. It wasn't... Because he was kind of being whipped around uh-huh. in the branches. It was a willow tree. And then the parents drive up because they were at this dinner. Mm-hmm. Because they the left the kids alone. Oh, was the older, the older sister. sister. Yeah. Oh, but she was in the garage getting sucked down yeah. by zombies. Right, right. So, <laughs> right. So basically the night... Yeah, that night, the big night... <laughs> When, you know, I keep saying Carolyn, when Maddie gets taken um, and she's babysitting, they like to update it. They use her cell phone for her. She's like picking up frequencies. Yeah, yeah. Her cell like, phone's a, a character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of some, and she's following it. Like she's taking the phone like into mm-hmm. the garage. And then 
all of a sudden <laughs> the floor turns into like a black sludgy yeah. mess and these uh, mummy skeleton zombie things come yeah. to and they like their arm comes up and grabs her and starts pulling her in it's like okay wait this a minute this seems to go along go on for a long time mm-hmm. and this is why she's not helping Robbie and mm-hmm. somehow she escapes we don't really we don't see her see escape how. them i don't it's think just, it's dumb yep this, they kind of turn the skeletons into zombies and the first shot was of a zombie video game oh that yeah was playing, which, yes yeah i don't know that's kind a good connective tissue there <laughs> bringing, um, making it kind of a little more zombie right right exactly instead of like spirits yeah, so Carol Ann gets sucked into the closet again, right? Or well, lured in? Maddie gets oh, sucked in. what did in. I say? Carol Ann, Maddie. <laughs> I know. Like, bring it to 2015. I love the and name Carol Ann. I do, never too. never hear the name Carol. I know. I love it, too. I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't. So anyway, yeah, Maddie, she gets sucked in. I didn't, I liked get, that little girl. I liked uh-huh. that character, that actress. Yeah. She did a good job. Yeah. It was a different vibe. Yeah. Altogether. It's kind of sometimes better to just go with a totally different vibe than... Yeah. Like when I think of the word remake, I think either you stay like totally true to it or you completely do a new take on it. Yeah. Right? So you're putting your own spin Inspired on it. Inspired by... But this just didn't add any new value at all to the original or to the... Re- I don't know. It this was just, remake? You mean? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No, no. It was just one of the flattest... Ruined it. Just ruined the movie, I thought. Yeah. So she gets sucked into the closet, Mm -hmm. and they figure out the closet. Like, if you throw a chair at the closet, it disappears. Or, like, this void opens up, and then the wall comes back. Yep. But they know she's in there. They must have figured out. Then there's, like, a portal again. Yep. With the ceiling. Yep. It has has the same thing with the ceiling. Um, Another reference was... Instead of the researcher having the experience with the stake in his face, remember? Yeah, the um, drill scene. The dad. No, I'm talking about when um, the dad, the Sam Rockwell characters in the kitchen. I'm I'm blanking on this. And he sees a reflection of himself in like the um, faucet. Yeah. And then his face starts getting weird and like, I don't know if it's just kind of disintegrating or what's happening to it, but um, he's getting all morphed and weird but then he like snaps out of it and, mm-hmm. and then it's nothing yeah then he's like it's oh like, nothing nothing and the oh and and the water that's coming out of the um faucet ends up being that like black sludge which is the same black sludge that's in the garage when the teenager's being pulled in and how about the fact that right away when um the mom is doing laundry or whatever and she drops her earring or something in between the washer and dryer and she's reaching in and then the black sludge comes from underneath the dryer and it's it almost looks like it's blood like it's coming out from the bottom and i'm like oh my god like i thought they were going to address that or like this is going to be a thing and then she just leaves it there and walks out and tells her husband that there's like a leak Oh, yeah, I don't I mean, even remember like, this. but That's not normal. <laughs> that reminds me again of the Amityville Horror because I think there was a scene um, where someone turns on the shower, or they're taking a shower. It's, it's blood. <laughs> they close their eyes, they open their eyes, it's blood. Yeah. So every time I took a shower, uh-huh. turn it on, I'm like, please don't be blood. Please don't be blood. 
like would not close my eyes in the shower. Oh my god! This open them, please don't be blood. Right. I, I do remember feeling that way Things too. Things coming out of as, faucets. Yes. Is it blood? Is it going to be blood? Not water. Just who knows what. But yeah, blood was a big one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then the dad um, is some kind of a shopaholic or something. Okay. So there's a yeah, squirrel um, in the creepy secret closet with the clowns they figure out in the attic oh, room. Oh, right, right. Like, oh, it's just a squirrel. Before the clown mm-hmm. comes to life. There's like running around and then there's a squirrel. Because Griffin's scared and like shit's going down, but it's because of the clown and then... He probably still has to sleep in there though, right? No, then he's like, no, I'm he not going to sleep in there. He has to say, he has to advocate for himself. Like, yes. I'm not going to sleep in there, parents, until, yes. <laughs> until the squirrels are gone. So Sam Rockwell goes to the goes to Home Depot or whatever to get a squirrel trap. Yes. His credit cards are all denied. <laughs> he has no money. Can't even buy it until he finds one that works. And then he sees a sign for the mall and like goes to the mall and comes home with a new iPhone for his daughter because the ghost has shorted out her iPhone. Uh-huh. And a drone. And Oh, yeah. How much does uh, a drone cost? Drone must uh, be... $800? Uh, I don't know. Like, thousands i don't, I don't know <laughs> sixty thousand dollars you know like, just at like at least so 60 that he could get that on his on a credit card and everything else was maxed out that was really and well and then um amy his wife's like totally pissed at him yeah but she also doesn't do anything she's like she's <laughs> like true. oh can we really afford that which clearly they can right she and he's like whatever i'm just trying to make everyone happy yeah Blah, blah, blah. She's not like, take that shit back right now, you insane person. So, right, right, right. So it's just because he can't provide for the family. Mm-hmm. He's feeling bad about it. So, so if, he spends all this money. Yes. And they are, do work the drone into the plot. Of course. Which is terrible. Terrible. I hated this so much. I know. So they, just really quick, so the Eric and Amy character, the mom and dad, they're, um, they don't have a strong of a relationship like, clearly things are unstable with them. They have a moment in the bedroom, though. They have a little moment. Yeah, but it's kind of... But I kind of didn't care about didn't them. Like it, no. Not in a way that I cared about. It wasn't as original. surprisingly weird as the first one. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, they're really having fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're just kind of, yeah, desperately stuck together in mm-hmm. this horrible situation. Mm-hmm. Partly of their own making. But, mm-hmm. okay. So he buys the stuff. Yep. And the drone comes in, too. Yep, so the later. drone's in the house. The so f- then they get the researchers? Yeah, so, I mean, it still has that dramatic scene, but not done nearly as well. Um, Maddie is now on the other side. It just felt like it wasn't as big of a deal. <laughs> and, and, and they a- actually showed her handprints coming from the other side, from the other side of the TV. Well, weren't Remember there, that? like, a bunch of hands coming yeah. out at her, too, which wasn't yeah. didn't work for me? There, there was, like, was too more, much. They did more, but... Less was more. Yeah, right, right, exactly. I think that's the moral of the story in this. Yeah, I think special remake. effects. Less is more. A yeah, time for making it actually scarier. So they hatch a plan. So Jane Adams is the main researcher, mm-hmm. and she doesn't have a lot to do, but she is great in this movie. And it turns out the medium guy um, is her ex husband yep. or yep. boyfriend, and her has her body language like when he shows up. How she changes her body language yeah. to show that she has feelings they have a for history. Him. Yes, she kind of like I don't know puts her hand on her hip and her. It was just 
so much acting. Just like such a little gesture. Yep. yep. But she's a real heavy hitter yes. in like a super dumb movie. Yep. Here. So like you could see that they um obviously had some kind of falling out in the past and then he's moved on. So his name's Kerrigan Burke is like the character name and he's got that show like mm-hmm. we mentioned earlier. Um which which was funny cuz the teenage daughter watches the show. Yeah, like I actually on her thought, phone. Yeah, yeah, I thought the her... connection was kind of cute because she's yeah. into paranormal stuff. Yeah, the teenage daughter. Yep. And she, like, with her friend, Skypes with her friend or whatever. And they, like, talk about it, you know, because yeah. he's got his tagline about this house is clean. Yeah. Um, so it's like he's moved on to do that, and he's kind of a famous guy he's now. He's famous, and she's still she's, at the university. She's still taking it more seriously. She's got a, a doctor of... Doctor of paranormal, paranormal studies. <laughs> I don't know. From Columbia yep. or whatever. Yep. So, like... They now have to team up and, and work together to, like, get Maddie back. Yeah. But then she kind like of... a side story, kind of. Yeah. I felt like she got swept under the rug as just kind of being the person who had a crush on him. And mm-hmm. she wasn't, you know, doing anything anymore. It was all about him. So they're going to do a similar plan. Should we talk about the drill situation the drill scene yeah so instead of the stake exploding and the face peeling off yeah this researcher has he's supposed to install he's like a grad student or something he's uh, he's supposed to install something in the closet some piece of motion sensor or something like that and Mm -hmm. so i don't know if he tried to do it before but it didn't work or he's doing it so he has so he gets in trouble and he goes up to do it again Mm -hmm. and i think what happens is his Arm gets pulled into the closet. Yeah, because well, so he, he starts to drill, move. he makes a big hole, mm-hmm. and then his arm gets sucked in. Does he put his arm through? Well, he's like grabbing for the drill because it gets it, sucked. It got sucked. all the way in to the closet of it portal. Got sucked in. Yeah. Yep. If there's a portal, she's going to get sucked, sucked. in. <laughs> hmm. Portals do one thing. <laughs> they suck. <laughs> portals suck. Okay, T-shirt. Um, so Merch. his um, arms in there, yeah, and he's stuck on the wall, and then like the drill starts coming through the wall back at him, so from the other side. Yep. I can't stand the threat <laughs> of if there's a drill and like someone's gonna get drilled. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I can't stand that. It's a bad one. It's so gruesome and horrible. Yep. That was what I was worried about with this poltergeist, that they would, it would just be way more horrible. Right. Um, I mean, he didn't get drilled. Spoiler, massive spoiler there. Yes. It came close. If the beast wanted to drill him, obviously he could have. He was just right away. I'm sure he could have gauged right exactly where his head was versus like (laughs) guessing five times. Yeah. With the drill coming through closer and closer and closer. Yep. the beast is not as powerful as... He has really bad aim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he almost got drilled. And then, I don't know, he just got what out happens? of there. He it just ended like, again. Yeah, all of a sudden he's like set free. And But wasn't there also another, like... Didn't anything else happen to him? And then it was like, oh, that actually didn't happen. Like, You know, it kind of seems like this poltergeist has the power to scare, but not really the power to kill a uh-huh, human or uh-huh. hurt. Or to follow through. Just to scare them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's mm-hmm. part of what it's like over there on the other side. In 2015. You can, scare, <laughs> you can scare the humans, but you actually can't. You can steal one if they come in to the portal. Uh-huh. But you can't hurt someone can on the other them. side, do you mm-hmm. think? 
because no one got hurt. Nobody got hurt. Yeah. That's a good so point. Did Jared Harris, and I'm using the actors' names because I can't really remember. Um, what was Car- it? Kerrigan? Kerrigan Burke. Did he do any explaining like Tangina did about what was going on? Because Tangina, I love really. how Tangina explained what was happening on the other side. Yes. And how the souls were trapped yes. there, and it was like another child. I felt like there was nothing like that at all. I don't think so either. And then they must have, they hatched a plan to do the same thing. And they, okay, so mom tries to go. Or no, no. Kerrigan's going to go. She's going to, he or the mom are going to go. She says, he'll, she'll only come to me. It has to be me. Yep. And then she gets shut down. By Griffin, the kid, who's like, I'm going to go. Remember, he goes. I thought Kerrigan maybe, Kerrigan was like, no, it has to be me. Oh, I don't remember that. that goes. But yeah, probably. And then. So she ends up not being able to do anything again, even though it's her daughter. But then, while they're arguing Griffin about it, just go. Yeah, Griffin's like in they, his head. I yeah. left her alone. I should have been there. It's my fault that my sister was taken. Like he's taking that on, and then he's going to be the hero. Yeah, this movie is about mom. a child, Griffin. Yes, he's anxious, scared of everything. Also, his parents. Are cruel. They don't help. They don't believe him. No, about anything. He keeps trying to tell them about crazy. the clown, and he can't even get a word in edgewise. Yep. They don't listen to him. They don't believe him. He's the one that goes in, saves Madison, mm-hmm. and comes back. So it's kind of about. But I feel like this is the thing: like climate change, gun control. The people, the adults, are not doing anything, and the kids are like, "Hello, hello, do something." Right. Like, I'll just. Parents are like, we hands. can't do anything. And so this was about the kid, the it brother was. overcoming his fears yes. and being the hero. And so yes. that was more the theme of it. Absolutely. Not about the mother. No. Uh, mother, child. Or even about the family uniting. There was no, right. none of that happened even after she was back. Hardly. I mean, they, there was the scene where they were trying to bring them back in the tub. It would have been cool if um, they would have shown like a book coming out that the mom wrote yeah. about it. And then yeah. the happy family. She and got they to were do successful. her dream as being a writer. She wrote and, a book. Oh my God. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Huge miss. That would have been <laughs> a great ending oh, to this. Oh, jeez. Um, and then make it a little more modern like, oh, hey, um, we all know the mom can be the breadwinner. Yeah. Of the family. And let's just have the and dad that's stay fine. Home. Yeah. Yeah. It's totally fine. Yeah. Instead, it ended more like the Kerrigan went in again and the whole house went up into the portal. Right. Like in the first one, we forgot to mention that the house gets sucked, the whole thing gets sucked up into the sky. Yeah. How would they report that on the news? I, I don't know. know. I don't know. And then, you know, in the first one, we didn't talk about the scene when they found out that they didn't move the bodies. Yeah. That they moved the boss or the real estate developer only moved the headstones. Yeah. And the dad was like shaking. He was like, but you didn't move, move the, the bodies. bodies. Yeah. I feel like that drama was lost in the remake. Like, how did no, they find no, out? No, I know. Did they find that out? They did. Or did they was, just knew was it? Was it at that dinner? Was it like a casual, like, oh, well... That you're in that development, but I'm sure it's fine. Or didn't someone like lightly mention yeah. that like that's where the cemetery wasn't? And do they did they even say they only moved the headstones? I don't know. But that 
was a miss. Uh huh. That was a great moment in the it first was one. So where you good. Could, like, if you hadn't see, maybe they figured the rage from everyone the- already mm-hmm. knew that was the reason. And also, they they mentioned that the previous owner of the house wired all this electrical stuff in every room. Yeah. So they made it about. Um, they had to kind of make it sciency. I think that the electricity. Yes. What was making this house a magnet. Uh-huh. For the poltergeist, not so much Madison's life force. I don't think her life force was yeah. mentioned at all. It wasn't. <laughs> no. No. I mean, if you're going to do a remake, you really should just assume that no one knows anything and get yeah. a fresh take on it. Yeah. Because, yes, there were lots of things that were unexplained throughout the entire remake. Yeah. That we just already knew. So yeah. we just kind of wrote it off, but it wasn't right. Yeah. It didn't work. No, I would love to remake this remake. And do you know what? <laughs> there is one coming out. I Another saw remake. that. Yes. The Russo Brothers. Is that how you say it? Um, don't know. Directors. Looks like they do a lot of superhero movies. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But also Arrested Development. And and that show you like the uh, the most terrible mistakes of some guy, some guy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What is that called? Um, yeah, the misfortunes it's David of- Cross. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of the name of it. It's been a so while. So some kind of offbeat stuff. So I'm sure people listening are like, you're so dumb. You don't know who right. these people. They're like the number one. But maybe they can improve on this remake. Um, okay, I was, feel hopeful. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'll hear this. Because uh, the remake, to me, was garbage. It was. I hated it. I hated it. Uninspired. It wasn't scary. There's no tension. There's no mystery. Took out the good things. Yep. The dialogue was horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, it didn't leave these A-list actors who were usually a thrill to watch. Could have done just, way they, more. Yeah. Nothing. They couldn't do anything with it. They couldn't. Great cast. Yeah. Yeah. But it like didn't matter. Yeah. You know? I mean, I'm not saying they all did a bad job, but I think they it's what they were job. handed. Yeah. So it's unfortunate. There was also no like humor in it like you know yeah. like in the first one we mentioned when he takes the tv and takes it out of the motel room and then you know yeah that's okay the so this is the final scene Nothing. right they um all right so they get out of the house and it was it was hard to get out because like they get in the van or whatever i can't remember was there a thing where they were getting like the they got they got madison back and then she got sucked in and almost got sucked in again was that part of it and we have to talk about the drone more of course yes um, that's yes but they Almost got away. They're trying to drive away. But then, of course, the beast is sucking their car back in. Yep. And how did they get it? I don't know. They just, they they got, just gunned it and that. I, I guess. They, they did get away. They switched cars? Or like, I don't know. Oh, they switched cars. I like didn't even care. Kerrigan went in. I was like, you guys can just all get sucked in, too. And so the next scene, <laughs> although they don't, I don't know if anyone's gotten a job or anything, they're looking at houses again, and they see a house, and the, the real estate... Yeah, person is like this one has so many closets. It's so great, and they're like <laughs> closets. Yeah, no way. They just bail. we don't want any closets in our house now. And then they like are laughing in the car. Yeah, laughing. Right, laughing about this. Right, sickos. Didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Their child oh, is taken man. by the beast. Okay. Oh, let's talk about the drone. The drone. Scene. Okay. This brought it like real. Modern, they're like, what can we do? So they they fly the drone into the portal. <sighs> yeah. So and and first I was like, wow, I never got to see what was in the original portal. This is going to be really because we were so mm-hmm. curious. Like, mm-hmm. what is in the damn closet? Right. Yep. Like, how scary mm-hmm. to not know. And so I was really anticipating this, but then they it showed it. Ended up being just like 
millions of gross <laughs> mummy zombies like reaching their arms out, yeah. making like and groaning noises. <laughs> all piled on top of each other. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, really? There's no space. The walls in the, were the, in were the, the on the other side or whatever. Yeah, there's no space on the other side for these. Like the image I love is the lights going down the stairs yes. and it's like illuminated mm-hmm. people floating around. Yes. But this was no human bodies, arms and legs all over the place, laying on top of each other, just mm-hmm. like super gross. It was like Stranger Things in the there was yeah. like uh, ashes floating in the air. Oh, okay. This came out before Stranger Things, though, didn't it? Yes. So interesting. Yes. Coincidence. So that was kind of cool. And then Madison was in there. Everything was totally scary and dark and just gruesome and slimy and yeah. his bodies. It was hard to see. And then Madison just kind of standing at the end by herself. Like, like there's no light hardly at all, but then you can kind of still see her. Because while well, the drone goes in, is kind of like goes in first to kind yeah. of scope and it out. And then it like shorts out, but we still get to see it. And I feel yeah. like they did the drone to make it make sense that you could see it, but they didn't need to do that. They could have just shown it, and it made it stupid. Right. I and, hated that. Well, like, they're trying they to add technology. They shouldn't have shown anything, truly, in the end. Like, well, they you know what? They should have left it all out. I can, if they would have shown anything, mm-hmm. it would have been kind of light in the air, and they show Madison holding hands with another child. Yeah. And that's the beast because it's another child. <laughs> Isn't that scarier? Yes, way than scarier. the arms and legs. Yes. Just the creepiness of it. Yes. And oh my God, two kids holding hands. You know what that reminds me of? The, the Shining. Shining. <laughs> oh my God. That would have been a great reference. Wow. These guys, Russo brothers. Yeah. Call hey, us. Li- email. <laughs> we, I want in on this. <laughs> other remake because i have thoughts you, about this yeah you've got some stellar ideas because i think they had i think they have a good story to work with definitely the thing in in part one is just the special effects are super cheesy yep. that does not age well right they could have kept the story really similar mm-hmm. um done different things with the special effects mm-hmm. made it really creepy and yep. so great. Yep. Just updated. But more in a simple and keep like the mystery there where you, you don't want to, like you just, the not seeing everything mm-hmm. to yeah, me is just showing. usually the most frightening. Yeah. yeah. So ratings. Okay. Um, I'm going to rate the remake as a remake heartbreak. Me too. Such a heartbreak. Absolutely. You don't need to see this. Hate it. Don't bother. But you know, the the new one. Maybe they'll get it right on this. Yeah. Obviously, people saw that, and they're like, this is a tragedy. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's let's make this right. I can't really think of, like, one thing I liked about it. No. The remake. No. Where in Footloose. I mean, there were moments, there were things that I liked about it. Right. Yeah, so, it's unfortunate, so. I did think of some, like, reca- who I would cast. Yeah, let's hear it. And for the mom. Yeah. It doesn't totally work now, I think, because she's a little older. Like, it can't really happen in reality, but the mom should be Catherine Keener. Ooh. Wouldn't she be great in it? Perfect. Yeah. Love it. And um, Tangina. Yeah. Fran Drescher. Oh, my God. 
because of her voice, right? Oh, that would totally work. And she'd be really and she'd good be at that. Older now too, so she could be of age. That's similar. all I thought of. Oh my god, that's great. No, that's perfect. But, yeah, I love it. Um, oh, should we? We were going to talk about. We were going to give um, oh, if we've had any of our own stories. Yes, but also talk about Carol Ann's. Oh yeah. Actor. Well, I mean, I think a lot of people already know this, but so I did not know it. Two. There might be more people, and I'm sorry if there are, and I'm, I don't really know my my research here. But um, Carol Ann's character, played by Heather O'Rourke, O'Rourke she um, died in 1988. So six years after Poltergeist came out. So yep. she must have been in Poltergeist too. She was in Poltergeist too. Yep, and apparently she had like. Woke up throwing up, and then she went into cardiac arrest, and she ended up dying of te- intestinal stenosis. Um, what is it? Basically, dying of like septic shock. Oh no! I know. So she only lived to be twelve. Ugh. Just so eerie. Yeah. And then I read that um, the teenager, so Dana, who was played by Dominique Dunn, who had like a big and bright future ahead of her. Um, she was really good at giving she the finger. Was, she was. She was 22. And this was, I want to say, it was in the early 80s. It might have been not too long after the film came out. Um, she was strangled by what? like an estranged boyfriend Ugh. in Hollywood, like in her driveway or something crazy. So she's dead too. Um, so there's like lots of the poltergeist curse. Yeah, right. Exactly. There's like a curse. I think that there are people who are in part two that are also died freakishly, maybe soon after the filming. I don't know. I'm trying to remember, but I know that there's more people. It's very weird. Who died who've been connected to this, hmm. this film series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So kind of sad. It's really weird. I so know. do you believe in ghosts? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, my I was gonna we we're gonna share some we'll share stories quick. I um one of the things that my dad used to tell me, and so his house that he grew up in in St. Cloud, he had there were his three sisters, so it was four kids. Um, they their house was haunted, and they like some things that happened were um, one day they went to the park, the whole family picnic hangout. They were there for a few hours, and they came back to the house, and all of the chairs were stacked on top of You're lying. the dining room table. You're lying. I'm not lying. That actually happened in that house. That's the same exact scene. I know. I know. Poltergeist. Yes. And I feel like Amityville Horror had that, too. Yeah. So it's a classic. Um, so moving a furniture. Um, he also had this a couple other stories of... So um, pack up. So... So the, what, they just put the chairs back and continue living there? I, yeah, they, they continued living there. <laughs> okay. I know. It's, well, it's a little crazy. Like, oh, someone um, must have, uh, grandma must have been here. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, I, I never liked being in that house because it mm. was, you know, super old and I felt weird in there. Um, so other things that happened were um, upstairs. It sometimes it would sound like there was a big party going on up there. Like they could hear music and footsteps and people talking and so much that like at 
one time they called the police. I think they thought that someone had broke in and was partying upstairs, making a lot of racket, and there was nobody there. So, like, the cops came. They went upstairs. Um, the and they're house- probably like, eight. 835 Evergreen Lane again. <laughs> exactly. They have a big file on it. Yeah, maybe. Years. Yep, so nothing up there. Uh-huh. Um, and then another weird story he had was um, he was had been on his bicycle, um, biking around the streets, and he came back, so it was like dinner time, and he opened up the garage door, which was like a standalone garage in the backyard. And he attempted to walk his bike into the garage and he actually could not penetrate past the doorway. Mm-hmm. Like, it, they, like literally there was like something stopping him. It, it was reverse sucking. It was. Re- <laughs> he was being reverse sucked out it of the garage. The, uh, not a portal. Yeah. It's like, don't come in now. Yep. It was like, nope, you're not coming in. And then he just like couldn't believe what was happening. And then all of a sudden he was able to just go right in. It stopped. Weird. I didn't hear these stories until I've I was never an heard adult. You tell these. Yeah. Yeah, they're super scary. Um, personally, I've had a few weird moments in like the old apartment we used to live in where I used to wake up at, I mean, like clockwork at like 3 a.m. For a period of time, like it was like over a summer. It was, we were living in um, a fourplex and the people right below us had moved out. And then that's when things started to get a little weird. I'd wake up at three in the morning and I would open my eyes. And to me, there was always someone standing at the end of the bed. Um, just, you know, the, the dark figure. This is your apartment on with Grand the Avenue. hallway. Yeah, right. yeah. Not we, you and me. We, you and Ryan. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> and um, it was really scary because I was always like, am I... <laughs> Am I really seeing this person? It was like a male figure standing there. At you know, the bed. At the end of the, the bed. bed. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, it, because then, of course, I would do a double take and then it would be gone. Um, but it consistently kept happening. And then the, the last thing that happened there was um, I woke up and I was actually, I think Ryan was still awake and like out in the living room. So I was alone in the bedroom and I, I did a wake up thing. Um, and there was a man sitting at the end of the bed and he turned his face to me and he was like, just this man with like makeup on his face, hmm. really, really scary looking. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw the face pretty clearly and then it went away. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it was just that building, but it was definitely weird thing because it kept happening. And then eventually it like literally stopped when people moved in downstairs. Really? Yeah. It was kind of like, I don't know. It just felt like it was connected to us being alone on Uh that side of the building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Hmm. So. And I've had an experience. Mm -hmm. I don't feel like believe or not believe but i know this thing happened Mm -hmm. i was in milwaukee staying in an old hotel Mm -hmm. and i was laying in bed again similar suddenly i opened my eyes and standing next to my bed was a young girl in old-fashioned clothes maybe like old-fashioned hair Mm -hmm. 
And she moved and she was like illuminated, like white light, sort of just like you picture, but she was very detailed mm. and she, her head would kind of move. She didn't look at me and she looked very sad. Oh. And then I closed my eyes and I thought, I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. I don't want to see this. And then I opened my eyes and she was gone. But then I heard some noises in the room mm-hmm. a little bit. And then that was it. Yeah. And then I felt bad because like, I felt like she was alone, a child, Ugh. and I rejected her. Because she wanted help? <laughs> kind of. I just felt and you're maybe like, that's all away. from me. Yeah, but I just, mm. her sadness... And then how I just rejected, like, I was like, no, no, no. But I mean, I wonder if there is some, you know, if you're more open to it, you have more experience. Because I was like, no, no. And then it stopped. Yeah. It was haunting, though. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. And wow. And it wasn't, yeah, it was just like, it was a real experience. I know that it happened. Mm -hmm. And there was one other hotel thing. Um, We had gone on a road trip and we were in in South Dakota, Rapid City, South Dakota, mm-hmm. uh, staying overnight in a hotel, old hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, and this didn't happen to me. It happened to Peter. Mm. Um, heard this, like he woke up in the middle of the night and heard a lot of racket and noise. It sounded like it was coming from below. And he just thought, why are people talking? Or it just sounded like really loud talking and stuff in the middle of the night. Now, it, you know, it just seemed uh-huh. off. And then the next day we like looked on their website and it is known as a haunted hotel. Oh. And the most haunted place was the floor beneath where we were staying. Really? Mm. So I would say the Milwaukee thing was definitely the biggest yeah. experience that I had. But yeah, um, I, I don't know. I grew up with friends who had stories all the time like, oh, our ghost changes the channel for us on the TV or... Um, uh, a different friend, like they had left the windows open and then they were going on a trip and driving away and they're like, oh shit, it's starting to rain. We left the windows open and then they turned around and went back and they were closed and like the ghost had closed the windows. It was like a nice ghost. It was like <laughs> helping them out. I just heard lots of things growing up and I feel like I've known a lot of people with a lot of stories. So they're pretty fascinating. And then my uh, neighbor, they had... um a kid, I'm like five years old, mm. started talking to the TV. Got really? Sucked into the closet. You so are. That didn't happen. Too that was funny. A plot of <laughs> but I've also heard this <laughs> that sometimes people think um, their house is haunted, but really they have carbon monoxide coming into their house and it sort of causes hallucinations oh. I mean there might be like lapses in memory and something hmm. or that could explain some things for example maybe you close the windows but then you forgot you know you were spacing out and you come back and they're closed and you're like oh wow it's closed like you forgot you actually did or like close them? you went uh before you left the house you st- yeah. stacked up the chairs <laughs> Yeah, and you just forgot well, about it probably not that wouldn't uh yeah probably not that one right so. 
Yeah, it is. If there were more <laughs> university departments studying this, we would I think, know more. Right. I Besides think what we need, mm-hmm. we need to rally for those departments to happen. Yeah, because from what I can All tell, universities. the only people researching this are just like on YouTube. Yeah, <laughs> uh, people like or you something. and me, <laughs> curious, or someone who had something happen to them, or just trying to figure it out. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's Poltergeist. Yeah. Wow. Final. Oh, I think. Final thoughts. I think we covered it all. All right. Any clues about what we're going to mm. do next? I don't know, but I feel like it should maybe be something a little lighter. Yeah. Let's <laughs> a little do something light, lighthearted. So hopefully you guys will tune in and, uh, and thanks and for, listening. for listening. Episode three. Yeah. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye guys. Bye-bye.